0: Anyone know uh, why we have habits? Because everyone has some kind of habit. It might not be super regular, but like for the most part, we, we all have habits. Why do we have habits? Yeah, because God made us have habits. That is way more theologically deep than I wanted, um, but that is correct. I would say that that is correct. Any? Did you read my notes? Like how? <laughs> Hey, praise God for you, my guy. You're on the email list. Um, anyone else? Why like uh, uh, why why do we have habits? Like what is a habit? Any anything like that? All right. Oh, okay. Ashton, one more. Yeah. Uh, is it like, because I know a lot of people like to live by like, schedule. Okay. Like, like, um, we like to live by a schedule. Like actually, like, the same thing. Yeah, there's something comforting in in having a routine, having a regular thing. Okay, I can get behind that. Check this out. Here's the simplest thing that I think I've uncovered about habits. We do habits so that we're happy. Like, like Just like anything else, like we do things to be happy. And a habit is the thing that you're going to keep doing over and over and over because it makes you happy. You wrestle your dog because it makes you happy. My nappers... Y'all take naps because it makes you happy. My coffee drinkers, we are joyfully addicted to that thing because... <laughs> <laughs> You're 11. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You're 20>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the, oh, yeah. Oh, Preach it. Come on. Amen. It's good, Colin. Yeah, guys, we, we do things out of habit because we're doing the same thing that makes us happy over and over and over again. And in a weird way, I don't know if you, like you've heard anyone tell you this, at least like in the Christian world, is that we all do things to be happy. Every single one of us is pursuing being happy. Whether you're a Christian, whether you hate Jesus, whether you uh, are anywhere in between, every single one of us innately do things so that we can be happy. But all of us try to get there different ways. All, like, like the habits everyone shared was, was different, totally different. But friends, like, like check this out. When it comes to the thing to make you happy, so obviously there's good things, right? Like wrestling your dog. That's a good thing, right? Right? Surely it is. Uh, other things like drinking coffee, flossing your teeth, brushing your teeth twice a day. Like those things, we do those things because we want some kind of benefit out of it. We want some good thing out of it, but what happens when we have a habit, when we, when we try to be happy, by something that's not great. So, like, like think about it like this. So, uh, if a person, have you, if you've ever wondered, like, why do people like go to illegal substances? Whether they're like doing something at a party, whether they uh, just like whatever it is, like they they turn to some bottle or some drug. Like, why do they do that? Because they want to be happy. And let me tell you this: they are happy when they do that, but for maybe a couple hours. So I'm not gonna lie to you and tell you, hey, that when people do those things, they're, oh, they hate life and it's miserable. No, like if it wasn't fun, they wouldn't do it. But when they do that hours later, they have headaches and stomach aches, there's hungover, there's a possibility to get diseases and everything like that. Okay, that's an extreme example. Uh, Let's go to boyfriend and girlfriend. Why do people try to have a boyfriend or girlfriend? Because they're trying to be happy they want to be happy and they believe that a boyfriend or a girlfriend can do that guess what and they do but a hundred years from now it won't make them happy there's even times like with people who are who are married have been married for a super long time they will tell you that that person does not make them happy all the time there's comparisons. There's uh, unmet expectations. There's fighting. Uh, I mean, sometimes there's breaking up. Sometimes, especially if you're not married, there's, there's consequences to that thing. And so then, like, there's pregnancy scares. There, there's all of these things where it's like, yeah, like, what you were searching for to make you happy did, but it's not lasting. Uh, and then the last one I want to talk about is just, like, Accomplishments. We think, okay, if I can get this score on this test, I'll be happy. And guess what? When you get it, you accomplish that, check the box, awesome, you're happy. But then there's another test. And Then there's another test. Or what happens when you graduate and there's no more test? Unless you want to go to college, and then there's more tests, and you got to pay to take those tests. Like, again, there's there's always some other goal that we're, we could always pursue. So accomplishments aren't going to make you happy forever. Having a habit of, of playing Minecraft all the time, you play Minecraft to be happy, but like that doesn't satisfy you forever. There's going to be a new game in like next year or 10 years from now. like, like Minecraft isn't going to be the thing that will always make you happy. And so... Friends, like, we are all in this search of trying to be happy. If, if you are already, like, on the, uh, like, Christian saint giant type thing, and you're like, well, we're not trying to be happy, we're trying to have joy. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You, you are correct. So then if you don't like the word happy, I'll call it lasting happiness. Or joy, let's just use those interchangeably. Either way, like we're all in this pursuit of trying to be joyful, trying to be happy. But how do we get those things? How do we find the thing that will give us lasting happiness? Okay? And I believe that our habits are because we're trying to be happy. But if you want to have a lasting happiness, a lasting joy that will sustain you when life is good and when life is bad, we have to look at our habits. And going to our whole series, like the whole point of why we're doing this, to look at our habits, I need you to be real about your habits, whether they're good or bad. I need you to be real, give an honest look at your habits. How are you trying to be happy? And then this is gonna be the big idea for tonight. Your habits will either point you to Jesus or away from him. There's nothing wrong with habits, like flossing your teeth and brushing your teeth, petting your dog, those are good things. So habits aren't like, it's not a good thing or a bad thing, it's just a thing, but your habits will point you either to Jesus or away from him. And so what we're going to do is we are going to see that from this book. So if you have a Bible, let's go to uh, Psalms chapter one. Um, Psalms chapter one. If you are looking for it, it is the biggest book in your Bible. It's right in the middle. If you have one of the light blue books, it's going to be page 324. If you have one of the half white, half blue books, it's going to be page 369. Um, But Psalms chapter one is where we're going to be at. Um, And let's read this together, okay? Oh. The joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. Uh, some uh, for the half white half blue books. I love the translation of it. it. It says, "Blessed or blessed is the one that does this." Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They're like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all that they do. So what we see from God's word, what God has has preserved for thousands and thousands of years for us to learn from him tonight, is that if you want to be happy, you want to be joyful, you want to be blessed, that word blessed joy like In this, in the Hebrew, when it was written, it's all the same word. And that's the reason why I don't feel bad about using the word happy. It's the same word in the Hebrew and stuff, so that's why I'm using it. But if you want to be happy, joyful, blessed, from here, there are things to do and there are things not to do. There are things to do and things not to do. And where I'm getting the habit part from is that in verse 1, there are three similar, like, connecting Verbs, okay? The three connecting verbs. So, so notice this. It says, hey, if you want to be happy, if you want to be blessed, oh, the joys of those who do not follow, that's the first one, uh, the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or three, join in with the mockers. So we, we see this uh, follow, or uh, the other versions say walk with. Uh, so there's this follow, there's a standing, and there's a sitting. And what we see here in in this pattern is that, hey, the the term of like wickedness, like this evil person, think of like a bad addiction, does not start in one day. I'm going to take it back. It does not happen, come to completion in one day. It starts by just following along. It starts by just standing in there, just being in the presence and then completely sitting in there. So what does this mean, let's give, you, let's give an example. No one ever thinks to themselves, I am going to embezzle a bunch of money from a company. Embezzle means like you're gonna steal from a company. Like if you have a job, I'm gonna steal from my boss. No one really ever just wakes up, hey, today's the day, let's do it. What happens is it starts with one decision. So um, a month ago, Logan and I, we went to this conference, um, and there was this guy that stood on stage and he, and he said in front of thousands of people that he had like an online gambling addiction. So he, he would bet money. And it started with just like a couple bucks, dollar, five dollars, ten dollars max or so. And it just started. That he did it because it made him happy. It was fun. He loved the thrill of it. Well, that then turned into one night he was at dinner uh, with a couple of his coworkers And uh, what happens is that they, there's like nine of them, and then they all end up, like saying, like the check comes around, and they all had cash. And so he tells the guys, hey, give me the, like, give me the cash, I'll pay for it on uh, my card. I'll pay for it, you just give me the cash later. And he ends up using the company credit card, pockets all the cash, and so in one night, the dude makes like 200 bucks, and he has the, the company pay for it. So he stole 200 bucks. In two years, what happened from that night, then he just like, oh, yeah, I like it. I like, like let's do it. He stole almost a quarter million dollars in two years from his company. He, he does, no one wakes up. That dude did not wake up thinking, I want a quarter million dollars. No, it started with one habit, one decision that turned into a habit that then turned into addiction. And then when he finally was caught and he owned up to it, He got fired and he had to pay all of that back. But it was a really cool story there of uh, of, like how the boss forgave him and it was super sweet. But at the end of the day, though, like this is the thing this is giving this example that really bad addictions or, or whatever it is start with one decision. And here's what I know about sin sin will take you farther than you wanted to go, it will keep you longer than you wanted to stay and it will always cost you more than you wanted to pay. Sin will always take you farther than you wanted to go. I'm positive that dude never thought, you know what, there's a line. You know, I'll just 200 bucks, that's the max. No, it, it, co- it went and took him farther than he wanted to go. It ended up keeping him way longer than he wanted to stay, and it cost him way more than he ever thought he was going to pay. There is a progression to sin. We're building these habits. We're building these habits, whether they are pointing you to Jesus or away from Jesus. So gambling is an extreme example. I get it, that's an extreme example. I don't believe anyone here worries about betting. But you know what we do struggle with? I'm gonna ask a very honest question and I would love for you to raise your hand if, if it applies to you. How many people have a cell phone? Raise your hand if you have a cell phone. Okay, I get it. Not everyone does, but a lot of people have a cell phone. How many people use your cell phone as an alarm to wake up to? You use your phone to wake up to your alarm. Okay. When the alarm goes off in the morning, what's the first thing that you do? You turn it off, the alarm, okay. How many people wake up and then start scrolling on their phone? You can just raise your hand. I'm I'm on the list. But just as soon as you wake up, you're just to help wake up, to help just you know, hop on social media, whatever it is, try to see who's texted me. We gotta get rid of all those red notifications and so I wanna see what people thought about me in the last you know, four hours that I slept. You know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure no one called me, I'm gonna check my email, I'm gonna see who liked my stuff. Like, what's so weird, check this out, is scrolling on your phone first thing in the morning an inherently bad thing? I would say, probably not. We, we could maybe make the argument that it is, and that's okay, but this is where I, I want, there's so much caution with this. What does that turn into? It starts with one decision, one habit of, I'm going to start scrolling. I'm going to scroll. And that, t- that turns into, well, then if there's ever downtime, I'm just going to whip my phone out, I'm going to start scrolling. Or that then turns into, Anytime I have free time, I'm just going to always start scrolling. It turns into addiction. And my question is, is that habit t- pointing you to Jesus or away from him? So here's my question. I want you guys to talk in small groups. Is there anywhere in your life where you're just building a habit that is pushing you away from Jesus? Again, it's, it's not like we're, we're not thinking, oh, yeah steal a quarter million dollars. No, is there any habit that you are doing, you're telling yourself, you do this, you, you even say, like, like, okay, one last example before we move to the second one. Like, no one wakes up having the worst potty mouth ever, where they're just cussing in every sentence. You don't decide on day one, I'm going to start cussing as much as I can. You say one bad word, and someone laughs at it, and it's like, okay, I like the feeling of you laughing at the words I say and I said this word. And so what starts with one decision to say one bad word then turns into a habit of I'm gonna regularly say this over and over and over. I'm gonna add some other words to it. Again, sin takes you further than you wanted to go. It keeps you longer than you wanted to stay and it costs you more than you wanted to pay. So where are you building a habit that's pushing you away from God? But it doesn't just stop there. It doesn't say, hey, if you wanna be happy, don't do bad stuff. There's a second part to it. Verse 2 says this. uh, But they delight in the law of the Lord. If you want to be blessed, you want to be happy, you want to have joy, you have to delight in God's word. That's the law of the Lord. That's what it says. You have to enjoy God's word. Question, do you enjoy God's word? Out of all of the words to describe your thoughts towards the Bible, is enjoy one of them? Do you enjoy reading God's word? Do you enjoy talking about God's word to other people? Do you enjoy obeying God's word? Are you ever ashamed of God's word? Are, do you ever feel like when, when someone brings up, well, your Bible says this, do you feel like you have to almost cover it up and be like, ah, well, culturally speaking, that's not really what it means? Mostly, it, that's actually probably what it means, but I just don't like that. So I'm just going to say, well, culturally speaking, that's not really the thing. Or do you enjoy God's word? Here's my second question Why? Why, why is God's word the thing here? they are saying, hey, you want to be happy? You want to be joyful? Love God's word. I'll, or phrase it this way. Why should we read God's word? What are your thoughts? Why should we not just read it, but enjoy it? What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, so we should, we should read it just anyway so that we can form a habit to do it. Absolutely, yeah. What else? Why why should we read it? Yeah. For a relationship with God. Expound on that. What do you mean? To get to know him. him. Absolutely. How else do we know about the the man that came down to the earth 2,000 years ago? Unless we have this and then, of course, in the people who have talked about it since then. Like, like I don't want to over-spiritualize this. I just simply want to say we know about God because of his word. We know what he thinks about us. We know what he did. Like, we'll never know that, that Jesus came to the earth to die for sinners like us and was buried and rose again unless we read that in God's word. But there's more stories than just that. Stories of, uh, and, and passages of things of what God thinks about you. Even when we sin, even when we have great days, like what God thinks about us, That's in his word. We're not just reading it to to check a box. We have to read it so that we can be pointed back to Jesus. And there's a ton of other habits that we can have in our life uh, in addition to reading God's word that will point us to Jesus, but that is the greatest one because that's what this one says. God's word says, hey, love God's In your small groups, we're going to talk a little bit more about, like, simple question, like, do you know how? Like, do you know how to open God's Word and and read it and and be able to really digest it and know, wow, this is actually what God thinks about me? But I want to ask you that. And, And I want you to, like, take that with you and leave with, do I know how to read God's Word, but do I enjoy God's Word? But it's also here, you read the rest of the, of the chapter. Verse four says, but not the wicked. They are like worthless chaff scattered by the wind. They will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly for the Lord watches over the path of the godly but the path of the wicked leads to destruction. How else are we supposed to know that we're sinners unless God's word tells us we're sinners? How else are we supposed to know that God is the only way, the only truth and the only life to have, to to get to be with him forever unless God's word tells us? God's word is not just a bunch of rules to follow. It's, It's literally, it will say later in the book of Proverbs, it's like a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. We know how to do the whole Christian life through God's word. And so here's how we're going to close. Here's how we're going to close. My first question is, if you are a follower of Jesus, do you know how to read God's word? And do you enjoy it? And if not, let's, let's talk about that. Let, let's talk about that in our small groups. But I, I'm going to make a, a little twist, and this one isn't in my notes. All of us are seeking And trying to fill our life with habits that make us happy. Whether you are a Christian or not. And so if you have a friend or a a family member that doesn't know Jesus, they are still searching for the thing that will fill them, the, the thing that will make them forever happy. And if you know Jesus... You have the thing that they are looking for. So here's the invitation. Go tell them. If you don't know how, bring them here so then we can tell them. If you do know how to tell them, then, then, then let's go. Because they are searching for the thing that you have. So let's go. And if you don't have that, tonight literally can be the night where you can can see what it's like to truly follow Jesus and why literally he died for us. Let me pray. God, uh, we just love you so much and we thank you for your word. Um, God, we thank you that your word has been preserved for us so that we can uh, just know exactly who you are and we can know what you think about us. God, thank you for sending your son to die for us even when we didn't deserve it. And God, I pray that we would leave here to go out and tell other people where life is found. Life is only found through you, Jesus. We love you. We thank you so much for loving us first. In Jesus' name, amen.